one love. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Tender Love, season two, episode. You have to speak about the mic. Oh, right. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tender Love, season two, episode four. How? We in this bitch. Finna get crunk. Eyebrows on fleek. The fuck, the fuck. If you don't know where that's from, you too young to be listening to this podcast. No, if you don't know where that's from, go on YouTube and do your fucking research. Damn. Just look up eyebrows on fleek. You're also too young to be listening to this podcast. Or too old. Well, yes. My coworker, who's also my old neighbor, he like in his 60s. And this lady showed him and let him listen to the song Throat Baby for the first time. <laughs> and he was very surprised. Very, like, very, very surprised. And he was like, not even in a bad way. He was just like, oh, shoot. Like, what, wait, what, what, what that mean? What, what all this mean? And then when she explained it to him, she, he was like, he was about to lose his mind. Like, his glasses was fog, fogging up <laughs> and all that. And then, to make matters even worse, they showed him the WAP video. Oh, wow. So, you know when you got... I've never seen that video, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't, like, uh, but I only haven't watched it because... We're going to watch it after this. No, I only haven't watched it because, like... I don't. I don't know. I'm weird. I don't watch stuff when it like first come out, like when because it's hyped up. Some hoes in so I just wait. I do know no, the song though. I just never seen I, the video. This is the one. That was the one video that well, my niggas told me to watch it. Was it like I how everybody to, was on the Anaconda video with Nicki Minaj? A lot of ass. It was a lot of ass. It's it a lot, was of, a lot ass. of ass. Oh, okay. When you have Meg The Stallion dropping that ass low, it's a lot of ass. Okay, your girlfriend's on this podcast. Ask your question. You ask your question. All right. Damn. So, Keith. Taylor. How does it feel to be in your own spot for the very first time? You've only been here a couple days, but. It feels splendiferous, if I must say so myself. Okay. Amazing. I'm getting better at routines now because mm-hmm. I have no choice. What are some things that um, you like doing that you couldn't do while you were living with your parents? Um, one, working out without hoping that somebody is going to just barge into my room. Mm-hmm. Um, walking around butt-ass naked. Like, butt-ass naked. Um cooking i mean i could cook back at my old at at my parents house Mm -hmm. but my grandma always would stay there and just like judge the shit out of me Mm -hmm. and then everybody oh why you ain't cook me none no damn well i bought the food for me and Mm -hmm. they had food for themselves Mm -hmm. and i can control my temperature 
I think that's the feature I like oh best God. too. You guys. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I was exaggerating. Yes, you were. No. You guys. Literally, like, the first time I slept Before she tells house, this story, she's from Chicago. Anyway. They don't get cold. Before I slept over his house. No. The first day I slept over his house, the first weekend, I woke up in the middle of the night smeltering. The AC I was, was broke. literally sweating. The AC was broke. I was smeltering. In that bitch And then after they fixed it It worked for a little bit And then it stopped back working I would be hot Like all the time It finally got to a point Where I got fed up And I was like You gotta buy a fan Or else I'm not coming back over here Until you move out Like that ass It was so bad But even his cousin Would be like Yo it is hot as fuck over there Like his cousin said the same thing and My he, cousin who ain't been there In the last three years Okay but I'm sure If he would've came It would've been the same no, it wouldn't have. But that's the feature I like. It's not hot, and you could control the temperature. She likes to have the temperature at 61 degrees. Because it's like I told y'all in a, in season one, my biggest pet peeve is being hot. Like, I get so irritated. I don't want to do anything. I can't even function. A nigga be colder than a Gucci Mane song, but she don't care about that. I be at, hot. Um, you said what? I said I be hot. Whatever. But it's not just like this. It's like this at my own house too. I be. Then I be having there. to put clothes on and stuff before I go to sleep because it be cold as hell. Cause she wanna be cold. Anyway, so my question to you is: If there is one feature, I don't know if I've asked you this before. Mm-hmm. If there was, if there was one feature that you could change about yourself, and then one feature that you could change about me, like you had to change no matter what. Like what physical? would they be? Yeah. Or- um, so me and my physical would probably be back fat Like I'm working on it And it, it has gone down tremendously Like it's a big difference But I feel like it takes It takes so long for me to get rid of it And like I know once I get rid of that Like my body would be in like a much better shape Cause I'm not For those listening I'm not trying to get to like a certain size But like I do want my body to look a certain way not because of society or like you know i'm worried that keith you know will eventually grow to not like it not because of that it's just like for me like you know i want to wear you know certain things and i want to look a certain way when i wear those certain things like bikinis crop tops half shirts and stuff like that and i know that if I do that with the way that it looks now, then I'm not gonna be comfortable. Cause really, it's just about me being comfortable. Like Long I'm, ass I'm confident, but I'm not comfortable. Shit. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. You just gave me a five minute answer. So what's the what's the feature for me? So that is what I would want to change. For myself, um, for Keith, I mean, he could he could use his his dad his dad belly. You want me to get a dad belly? I said you could lose it. Oh, about to say shit. Yeah, whatever. I'm working on it. Yes, we both are working on ourselves. My dad gotta be gone by the end of March. I was going to say February, but they be shorting niggas on days in February. Anyway, 
So I wanted to I wanted to talk about a somewhat sensitive subject to some people. Um, I wouldn't know about this, but it is something. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you done? For now. It is something that I've always wanted to explore. Like, so everybody knows the impact it has on young men and boys when they don't have a father, a father figure, or just like like a male figure in their life. As in, they feel like they gotta be the man and do and do whatever that they feel they need to do to 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 be the man, mm-hmm. no matter what age they are, mm-hmm. and that usually stems. Not stems, but that leads to a lot of kids knowing that you need money to survive. Mm-hmm. At least to a lot of people, you know, dealing drugs and doing doing shit they don't need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I always wondered, what, why does, what effect does it have on a girl if she doesn't have the father figure in the life that they need? So. Let me ask you, and just like in a kind of like in a brief answer, because we're gonna dig deeper into it. Mm-hmm. What do you think affected you the most by you not having a father figure, like a full, like a father completely in your life? Um, one of the main things for me personally is that I was very lonely. And I would say that because my dad and I, um, we were pretty much the same person. I was a daddy's girl. Um, My twin sister and my older sister, they were both really, really girly. And so they were playing dress up and Barbies and stuff like that. And I was playing with my Legos and my construction sets and, you know, just drawing all the time and being real creative. And my sisters, they weren't into that, um, to like the the type to like go outside and get dirty. Um, and so, huh? They weird. And so, my dad was like the only one who would go that far. Who would like, you know, get down in the grass with me. We would climb trees. He would play with me when I would use my construction set, stuff like that. And um, my mom did too, to the like the best that she could. But my mom was like the main provider of the house, so. She was mainly tired, and she was taking care of my granny at the time. So, so, But I was never mad at her because of that. So when he left, I was very lonely for a so while. let's start, like, from the absolute beginning. So yeah, how long was your dad there before he left? Um, if, if you could say what age did he actually, like, what age did he actually, like, leave? I mean, he was always... I mean, like, where he wasn't completely there the whole time. Oh, um, like six, seven, six or seven. And was it a, um, was it his choice to not be there, or was it just like a, your mom was tired of it? Um, like, I mean, he, he would, like, leave at, like, odd times of the day. So, really, in the end, it was his choice, okay. you know? So, and... My mom just got, like, fed up. Because she told me one time that, like, before any of us were born, he did cheat on her. And she took him back. Um, but then, like, years later, like, when he did it again, 
you know, she was just like, no. And, uh, like, I remember him bringing, like, one of them to the house before. That's trifling. Yeah. So, how old were you when you really understood that, like, like, what was really going on? I always understood. It was just hard for me because, like I said, um, I was just, like, real lonely. But I guess you could say I fully grasped it when I was, um, like, between 9 and 11. When you could start fully comprehending stuff? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. so. my mom told me she was just like, you know, we're not happy. It doesn't have anything to do with y'all. Like, she was open with, you know, the conversation with us, and it got deeper every age that we got, every age that we got more mature. So I understood it different at different age levels to where mm -hmm. my mom it was thought it was appropriate to tell us stuff as we aged, if that makes sense. Okay. So um one thing I have I haven't really real like so my sister, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say her name, but mm -hmm. she, her and my dad, of course, they definitely have a good relationship, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say she's a daddy's girl. She she's just seems like she's a, both. I mean, everybody she, is a little bit more towards one parent than the other, but ultimately, like, she knows that so like, both of them are there. She... She really seems like she's both because of that huge age difference between her and then me and my brother. Because me and my brother are two and a half years apart. She's 11 and a half years from, like, younger than me. Mm -hmm. So she kind of, she kind of sort of got the house to herself. Like, mm -hmm. everything is geared towards her. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I've, like, over the years, so... It was always when she was, like, a lot younger, mm -hmm. she would like to sleep on my dad's chest mm -hmm. or on my chest. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess because that's, like, the, like, in, in her natural mind, no matter how young she was, she could have been, like, a six-month-old. Mm -hmm. It was natural that we were, like, her protectors, like, me, my dad, my brother, she always wanted to like lay on our chest and sleep on our chest. And it was only it was up until maybe like I don't know 4 or 5 years ago when she finally stopped wanting to lay on our chest. Mm -hmm. No matter how big she got. Like mm -hmm. she started to, you know, puberty started to hit and and um you know, she started to get started getting that independency. Mhm. Mm but she always wanted to go do stuff with mom, no matter what. Like, especially like during this quarantine, she would take her she would take her laptop with her or do her schoolwork at my mom's job with my mom. Or they would go like my mom travels out of town. I mean, she would want to go with her. To be fair, I mean your dad like he go to work and then he just be at home. So if I had the option to like go travel with my mom. And she going to, like, Birmingham and stuff like that. I mean, I would go, too. Like, I didn't want to be a child. What? 
where she was going. Oh, I was just using her as an example. I forgot she actually went there. Yeah. Cut it out. Okay. Um, but, so she doesn't do it. Just She does it not because she's poor, but because she just wants to be attached to my mom. Like, she could have easily stayed home. Like, especially when those last two trips she took. Um, I, like, I was literally there. So? So she could have stayed home if she didn't feel, if she, if she wanted to, you know, just stay home. But she went because, and why you say so? Stay home and do what? What she always do? Yeah. For what? If she got the opportunity to go somewhere. No, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Damn. She could have just stayed home, but, and it's not like this is a new play. Like, she, most, I, I guarantee you that if it wasn't for school and she was just chilling, she would go with my mom on every road trip. My mom's been, like, to a good bit of places before. Mm-hmm. And... And that's just within the last year or two. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that if your if your dad was still there, like fully, mm-hmm. that you would have been going basically going with him everywhere? Like, no. You well, you think you would have at some point grown out of it and like become? No, no. And I say this, I say that because like. I don't, I'm never, like, being in the house. So if I had the opportunity to, like, go somewhere, I would go. I didn't care if it was to, like, the post, the the post office. Like, oh, I got to pick something up from such and such house. Like, I didn't care. Like, I wanted to go. So do you, so you, you say you are. But mine was kind of for a different reason, though. You say you a tomboy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have changed if your dad was there the whole time? No. You don't think so? No. Why not? <laughs> not at all. Um, just because, like, I've always been that way. So, like, him, I didn't start being that way after he left. I was always that way. So, what I've come to find out, though, is, like, so mothers are more accepting of who their child or children will mm-hmm. be. Like, they can see it in the making. They can feel it. It's the person's mother. Like, mm-hmm. they literally were connected by a dang, like a cord mm-hmm. at one point before mm-hmm. you came out. Mm-hmm. Your mom's going to know everything about you, no matter. Your, your mom can literally spend 25 years away from you, mm-hmm. and she's going to know that you were her kid. Mm-hmm. But the father, and this is just from what I've seen and experienced, mm-hmm. fathers are kind of going to try and mold you mm-hmm. to who they think you should be mm-hmm. at during those stages of like where it's perfect to mold a kid to and to me that's between the ages of like three and like i'd say maybe 10 mm-hmm. and then once once a kid well three to puberty once a kid hits puberty that's when they start you know trying to mold themselves mm-hmm. so like for me my dad always wanted me, he always wanted to make sure that I wasn't no punk. Like, I wasn't just going to, st- like, back down from somebody. And, like, 
he wanted to, he always wanted to make sure that I wasn't like no jolly ass dude. And if you could tell, I'm not no jolly ass dude. Like I'm, a, I, I'm a, I, I can, I, I'm a happy minded person. But if you just looking at me from, if you just a random and you see me like walking or something, you gonna think I'm the most mad nigga ever. Like. Yeah, you got you got mad like. I got arresting. I'm not a bitch. Resting nigga face. What do you think the bitch stands for? Bitch. Like you know, a bitch don't have to be a female, right? So why you call the resting bitch face then? Why can't it be resting? It's the gender neutral term. A bitch is not a gender neutral term. Yes, it is. A girl can have RBF and a guy can have RBF. A bitch is literally a female dog. Bro. You know what I'm saying, though. You know we don't use it in that context, right? Like when we say that, so it can it can be. No, I don't. I be thinking y'all talking about girls. No. Cause y'all only say it on girls. No, I I don't know. Yeah. But I I, anyway. I call niggas bitches too. If you acting like a bitch, you a bitch. I don't Man, care if you got like bitch, I don't though? care if you got a vagina or a dick. Hold on. But when you say rest of bitch face, like. It just, when you say rest in bitch face, it don't have anything to do with gender. It's all about the face. So you look like a, a bitch. Not saying you look pussy, but you look like, when people say you a bitch, I mean, you have an attitude. You look like you got attitude. Anybody can have an attitude. So that's if why anybody can have a, RBF. If I call somebody a bitch, I'm calling them pussy. Okay, but it's, it's all about how you say it and in the context. You a bitch. You pussy. <sighs> Just finish what you have to say. So, so anyway, what if y'all if y'all listen to this podcast? Okay, DM us, okay, and tell us if you think bitch has different connotations. You know what? We are gonna get into it now. If I if I if I call my friend and I be like bitch, you know, then I'm about to spill some tea. And I'm about to tell you a good ass story about something that I just found out. Now, if I be like bitch and that means like i'm irritated or something if i be like bitch that mean like i'm about All to compliment you, doing is you talking about something. the tone you saying it in that's what i'm, I'm sa- talking about the meaning of it that's what i'm the, saying the word, but i'm meaning different things when i say it okay. i'm meaning different things so what if, are you gonna say that to your straight guy friends bitch hell to your yeah. guy friends hell yeah and the niggas just accept it Yes. Niggas weird. Cause, so, y'all wouldn't think it's sus that I say it to my guy friend? No. No, you wouldn't think it. But I'm pretty sure most women are going to think it's sus. If I walk up to my nigga Nate, I'm like, bitch. If you think that's sus, then damn us. But finish what you were saying. Anyway, got me sidetracked and shit. Most people see me as a mean dude mm-hmm. just because of my face. And that's just something I inhabited from my dad. So I, I I just came to find out that like for at least for, for, for dudes, their dad really kinda molds them into the man they are. Mm-hmm. The mom helps build like the emotional qualities of a man, like mm-hmm. the mental and emotional qualities as far as like being a like being a provider and a protector and like showing showing a woman what real love is and not even in a sexual way, just like a like a, a spiritual and emotional way. 
but your father is there to really really to tell you right from wrong as mm-hmm. far as like street knowledge and shit mm-hmm. and I don't know like gangster shit but like on some like yo if you see your if you if you and your woman walking down the sidewalk make sure you the one closest to the street and not her mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that shit too mm-hmm. and the reason behind that is that if a car goes like starts wilding out and going crazy or like there's a puddle right there you can push your girl out of the way, so you gotta take that hit, so you can save her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just the stuff I learned from my dad, and like some of my friends learned from their dad. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that? That's why. That's why I asked you if you think you would have been more of a girly girl if your dad was there the whole time. Do you think he would have tried to mold you into a girly girl? Mm. Or somewhat of a, more of a girly. Nah, because, like, I remember one time, like, we had to go to church. And, like, my granny, she always dressed my sister, um, my twin sister and I, like, alike when we went to church. Yeah. And I hate tights. Like, they make me itch. And I just hate the way they feel, like, on Is my it because you're thick as hell? Um, I was seven. So. Oh, I thought you were talking about now. No. Oh, my bad. Also, my granny's not alive now, so that wouldn't have applied. Um, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, I just, it's, no, you're fine. I just hated tights. And so, my dad, he would be like, man, I don't understand. If she don't want to wear tights, she don't want to wear tights. It's cold. Like, and she wear, like, some pants. And my granny would be like, because we go to church and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually he would give in, but, like, he sometimes, like, he would take up for me and be like, you know, she don't want to wear that. She ain't got to wear it. Okay. So, so now let's get to your teenage years. You you went to middle and parts of high school in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think anything would have changed in Chicago had he been there like the whole time? What do you mean? Like Anything that happened in like for you in Chicago, like the way, the way you acted, the things you did, like your activities and stuff, do you think anything would have changed? Mm-hmm. What about? So, so now we moved to Georgia, right? What about when that happened? When, when that move to Georgia happens? Cause wait, so did y'all did y'all move down here to get away from? Your dad, or just to get away from Chicago? No, it was. was it didn't have any. Thing? It didn't have anything to do with that. So, my aunt had actually. Um, she was in the process of getting divorced. Cause your aunt been down here since like ninety seven. Okay. And so, um, when she was, was getting. Born. Huh? Weren't you born in ninety seven or ninety six? Ninety six. Okay. Um, and so, um, my little cousins at the time they Young were like ass. five. And it it was just her down here before we moved down here. Like she had no family. She had made some friends, some good friends since she moved down here. But ultimately, she had like no family down here. And neither did her ex husband at the time because they're both from Chicago. So everybody was back in Chicago. And so my mom had always wanted to move to Georgia just as a fresh start. 
um, to get out of Chicago, but we never did it um, because um, my granny was um, sick, so it just would have been a lot harder to go back and forth. To go back and forth, and like if we lived in Georgia, then we would have wanted to bury her in Chicago, and it just would have been a lot too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like. But even before my granny got sick, she just always wanted to, both of them really just always wanted to move to Georgia, but it was never the right time or anything like that. So my aunt was getting a divorce and... So you say your granny wanted to move to Georgia too? Mm-hmm. Why everybody want to move down here? Um, it's not that My granny great. was just tired of the cold, that's all. So I'm not the, she gets it. My granny... Was born in a part of uh, Mississippi. So, so my, she she understood. But she lived more in Chicago. She lived more in she lived longer in Chicago than she did that part. But her but, her her natural her natural you know skin and blood was south. Yeah, I mean, she had got used to the cold. She just didn't want to be in it she anymore. She had no choice but to get used to it. She didn't want to be. She just didn't want to be in it anymore. I feel that. And so, um, I be cold for twenty minutes. Don't want to be in that shit no and more. And so, um, uh, also, my sister and I were both like getting bullied at our school mm-hmm. in Chicago. And actually, on the last day, these girls had like planned to jump us. And it's crazy, like, how just, like... Let me find out who them bitches is. Just, like, how God be doing... to Just be doing stuff because... My mom... My mom, I was in my last class. And I'll get back to the story. I just want to... My mom... um, Me and Brittany were both in our last class for our final for that day. And so the intercom beeps. And the teacher... The... And the administrator on the other side is like, Mr. Such and Such, um, do you have a Taylor Yancey in your class? And he's like, yes. And she was like, okay, uh, is she taking the final right now? He's like, yes. And she was like, okay, her mom is here to pick her up. And she, she was like, Taylor, what question are you on? And I was like, oh, I only got two left. Um, and it was health class. It was just comments and stuff. And so she was just like, he was just like, okay, when you're done. Hey, I'm uh, not even going front. I almost failed health class. Um, he was just like, okay, when you're done turning your final, and then you're good to go. So my mom's there, and she was like, oh, I'm here to get you guys transcripts. And I'm like, for what? And she was like, oh, you guys are moving to Georgia. And I'm like, oh, really? That's... So she just randomly threw it on y'all? Well, we had talked about it. I just didn't know, like, when it was happening. So, um, and I was just like, oh, okay. But I was like, do we have to get picked up now? Because, and she was like, why? And I was like, I just don't want to say. And she was like, why? I was like, well, these girls just going to jump me and bring me, and I want to stay and fight. And she was just like, no, Taylor. Like, I, I wasn't even a citizen of Chicago anymore. All my shit was in Georgia. So I wouldn't have even got, like, suspended or in trouble or anything. So we leave, and then Brittany's best friend and my best friend at the time, they call us later, and we're all on four-way. And they're like, I know y'all wanted to fight them girls, but... Can you say one of them bitches brought a knife? Yeah, one of the girls had brought um, a knife. And she was like, 
uh, like a little pocket knife, but still a knife. And she was just like, where, where are bitches at? And like me and my sister, people listening to me will probably be like, damn, what y'all do? But if you go back and ask anybody that was in that class, what were the twins like? They're going to be like, they probably going to be like, they was weird. They could sing and they was quiet. So there was a chance I wouldn't have had you. You would have been dead. Or something. So I would have had to fuck somebody up. Or I would have had like a nasty scar or something. So I would have had to fuck somebody up. Probably. I don't even fuck with this woman. I'll stomp her fucking face in the dirt, stabbing you. What? Stupid ass bitch. But to get back to the story, um, we ultimately just moved out here because my aunt, she needed help raising my little cousins. And my little cousins are twins, for those of y'all who don't know. So who better than to help raise some twins than some twins? So that's why we moved out here. So. That was the question. How right? do you think? I mean, kind of, sort of. Oh, okay. How do you think that move would have been had your father been there? Um, I think we probably would have lived in, like, the same neighborhood or not too far. Like, I feel like we so, still would have been there to help. What did your, um, what did, if you don't mind me asking, what did your dad do, like, as a career? Or did he have one? Or a job or anything? I don't know. You just don't know? No. He's kind of all over the place? Yep. But was he able to provide money? Provide what? Money. Provide what? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's the answer. So, um. Um, and when we told him, he was, like, sad or whatever. And, I mean, at this point, my relationship with my dad was, like, off and on. I only saw, I, I saw him uh, a couple times throughout the years, but I didn't see him for, like, two years or talk to him because we had gotten to this big argument um but then we got we like reconnected or whatever um like a couple years before we moved and we told him and he was sad and i was sad because i mean that's my dad you know um but he had to actually sign guardianship papers over because like i told you before my mom didn't move out here until a year later. So so he basically had to sign over his rights. When he did that, was he trying to, like, fight it? Or did he just... So he wasn't being childish. No, he understood, like, why he was doing it. And, like... So he knew that your mom was the better guardian for y'all than him? Of course he did. If he didn't, like, the whole divorce court and hearings and custody battle would have been so much worse. See, here's my thing. If, that, he, if he had a problem with the way that my mom was treating us and the way that we were living, he would have never been gone for as long as he was. So, here's my thing. At least I would like to think that. So. That says a lot about your dad as a man because, like, he willingly... <laughs> no, listen. Listen. Uh, he willingly, like, Signed guardianship over to you, like let your mom be the guardian for y'all. But he can't you know, provide for it. But him. listen, listen, just listen. Knowing, I don't know if this was his thought process, but knowing that she would have been the better provider for y'all than him. Yeah, we always knew that though. But you don't, you don't hear oh, me out. Because there's people who know they wouldn't be able wouldn't be able to provide for their kid mm-hmm. like the other parent mm-hmm. but still going to make a huge fuss and fight to get the kids 
just to make the other parent miserable. Mm -hmm. We know one person going through that right now. Mm -hmm. So that to me, and I don't know how you might feel about it, but for me that says a lot about you. I mean, your dad making that decision. Like he could have been a huge dickhead and just take that shit to court. Like, and just let that shit fight for years. But he just went ahead and signed it over. Like, you you don't know what could have happened if he did take it to court. Like, the trauma y'all could have went through. It could have been way worse. I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, you might... I know you feel different about it, but... That's just from my perspective. That's just how I see it. You don't like what I said. I mean... I, I mean, that's just your perspective because, like, like you said, like, from what I'm saying, so there's just, there's just, like, a lot more to it, so. So, now we get to the present day, and uh, I see that you, you know, you, you, you talk to your dad every now and then. It's not often, just occasionally, but. Y'all still have a little bit of a connection here and there. Mm. Do you think that there's a chance that it could get stronger? Or do you think it's just like where it's at right now? It's just where it's just going to be for the rest of life? Um, I can't say for sure because... Would you rather it be stronger now? Since you're, you know, 24 turning 25 and you kind of already are grown... I would rather be stronger because there's still a lot of things that he does that I don't like. And I don't want to say it because I don't want to, like, put him on blast or anything. Mm -hmm. But there's still a lot of stuff that he does that I don't like, even though we're in two different places. Like, he don't like be mistreating me or anything. I don't want anybody to, to think that. But, you know. It's just some stuff that I do wish were different that I think if they were, we would be a lot closer. So, so we bring it back to the main question of the entire, like, show. What do you believe is the role that a father figure plays in a girl's life? I just think they need to, I just think they need to be present. Um, But why? Like, what... What do you think a father figure's presence does for a girl? Um, I think it, if it's done right, then it helps a girl. <sighs> See, that's a tough question to answer. Because the- I think the father, I think it just. It's a tough question because people who do have present fathers also do the same things that I'm thinking of. Um, Cause I like, think it lessens the chance, though, of of a girl um, choosing the wrong guy. I'll say I think it lessens the chance. Cause you think so? Be, because, like I said, people who do have present fathers and who are great fathers... I know still choose the wrong guy. But I think it does lessen the chance. Because you know what I've come to find out? And this is in, like, 
this is what everybody with the parent of the opposite sex. So like with guys, like guys that are looking for a woman to live their life with, mm-hmm. if they have a good relationship with their mom, they're most likely gonna want a woman who has some of the same qualities as their mom. Yeah, that's what like, that's that's what ultimately is what um I was trying to say. Now I do have a father figure in my life. Um my mom's boyfriend, I don't like to say boyfriend because they're like technically married. Stepdad. Um, but I, yeah, stepdad. I don't like to call him my stepdad though. Um, he stepped up in like a major way. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be as present, like come to my volleyball games or stuff like that because of the job he has. But he definitely was there for me, like, and my sisters when it always mattered. Like he took, um, he all he took he took me and my sisters back to school shopping for clothes for school supplies. He took me and Brittany bra shopping. Um, he gave us the conversation about about boys. That's crazy. Um, he took you and Brittany bra shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never honestly I've never seen a father like do that. That's to me that sounds like a mother and daughter. Like well, he event. took us bra shopping because he also wanted to have a conversation with us about how guys look at puberty, like of girls from the boys' a boys' perspective. And I think my mom was busy that day. So. Uh, I mean, yeah, most dudes they start to notice a girl is, you know. Maturing when they see them titties pop yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, I still didn't have any, but it was still a nice conversation. Like, can't tell now. Hey, no, I, I, you can't tell. Them things stinging. <laughs> but um, titties just tittying. <laughs> but um, he definitely was there and is there when it matters the most. Y'all, so this is what's not fair to me. So everybody knows. This tradition that you have to ask the girl's father to marry her. Like, the girl's father, if you can marry their daughter. I have to ask two niggas this. <laughs> this some bullshit. So I got to get past the first father. And then the second father, we not going to say what he do. But that's honestly, he, he the one that I'm more afraid of. Your first, your 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 uh biological one. Mm-hmm. I've spoken to him on the phone before. He he one of them, you know, them old head like, kind of like OG kind of sounding dudes. Like he called me punk, but that's just what old heads call young niggas is punk, especially young niggas is dating their daughters. Mm-hmm. He they gonna call him a punk no matter. You could be Barack Obama, he gonna call Barack Obama punk just cause. But I've never spoken to your your other dad or talking to him. I don't even know his name or what he might even look like. I didn't tell you his name? No. Don't tell me on air either. I'm not. I don't know what he might even look like. I don't know how how like brolic this dude is. Like can he beat my ass on sight just by the looks or or would it be a tough fight? And then, like, this face Taylor giving me right now is just saying that this nigga will, will throw my goddamn head off the off the balcony while I'm still standing there looking for my head. I will say that 
my biological dad not being there did cause like some issues. Like I did have dad issues for a while. So I've always but had it this didn't question. Last very long. What exactly are daddy issues? Like So daddy issues just happen like Give me some tend, examples. You tend to you tend to choose the Trash wrong niggas. guy in this situation, but not on purpose. You, it it's like you don't fully you don't allow yourself to fully get to know the guy before you like get into a relationship with them. So and is then this they because start, and then in the relationship you start exhibiting they start exhibiting the behaviors that you don't like that your dad has. Is this because the lack of seeing what a real good man is? Mm, I wouldn't say that because I had that. I think it's just like for me, like, my biological dad not being there, it just made me feel, like, insecure. So it's like, if my own biological dad don't want to do much for me, why would I expect much from, why would I expect much from other dudes? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it didn't last very long. Even though I did talk about my whole phase, my daddy issues were not because of that. That's um, that's understandable. I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, uh, okay. For the old listeners, they'd be like, "Man, I thought she had a whole phase that lasted." Blah blah blah. Everybody has a. I just want no. I wanted to make it clear that my whole phase wasn't because I had daddy issues. Everybody in a successful relationship has had a whole phase. I know. This is I'm telling the listeners that. Oh. Okay. Okay. So. So. Do you think that the father figure being there in the kid's life is, like, noticeably different for guys and girls? Like, is it different that the father is there for the girl than the father being there for the guy? Like, um, I would say yes and no because even though, you know, you do the basic things like, you know, providing for them, teaching them right from wrong, and stuff like that. Ultimately, they do need um, different things, but also know because they both feel that same loss when he's gone anyway. So. Okay, so. That's why it was very important for me when I did eventually get back on Tinder. Um, and like we matched or whatever, it was very important to me. Well, one of the reasons it was very important for me to take it slow because, um, you know, we had both established that we were dating to marry and stuff like that. But I was also dating to see like what type of husband you were gonna be, what type of father you were gonna be because it was it was very important. It was very important to me that if it did go that far with us, that I knew that I wouldn't have to worry about you not being there and not providing, even if we were to get divorced. And I don't feel that way. I feel like even if we were to get separated or divorced, then that's not going to change your relationship with our kids. I want to backfire for this, too. Women be wanting niggas to to, to be hubby material but don't want to put a ring on it. 
Huh? You want me to say it again? Yeah. Women be wanting niggas to be hubby material, but don't want to put a ring on it. Oh, the girl doesn't want to put the ring on the guy. Hey, basically saying they want us to do husband shit. But don't want to do wife shit? Yeah. Okay, well, that's fucked up. But it happens a lot. That's fucked up. You see, ain't gotta worry about it. <laughs> see, I can't, I can't talk to talk to Taylor about shit like this because we usually agree on this stuff. She be seeing some a lot of the bullshit that women be doing. Yeah. And she don't agree with it. She support it, but she don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't support it. Bullshit. <laughs> you be like, go ahead, queen. That's fucked up, but go ahead, queen. Yeah. Yeah, you thought I didn't notice that. I don't. But do you be that. doing it. I don't. Yes, you do. She almost knocked me off my shit today. Anyways, um, so I kind of been brainstorming some ways we can end the podcast. Like, are you done with your question? Yeah, we we kind of got a good answer out of it. Um, Ultimately, I do want to say though, if you're listening and you're you do have diet issues, like I know it's easier said than done, but you don't even have to tell him. Just like forgive your your dad because when you forgive your dad, then you can start to heal yourself. And like I said, you don't even have to say like, "Yo, I forgive you." You could just say it out loud to yourself, like, "Yo, I forgive my dad." And blah blah blah. I'm not saying that you gotta even talk to him. For my religious after, people or Christians, say it to the Lord. I'm not saying you even have to talk to him after. I chose to do that because I mean, and me personally, life is too short, and I didn't want to go a long time without talking to my dad and then have regrets. However, like I said, just forgive your dad because, or whoever, whether it's your dad or your mom. Because then you'll start to heal yourself. And when you heal yourself, you'll be a lot better off um, with things. And then it's crazy how when you heal yourself, all these other blessings just start coming towards you. You know? It's, and it makes you feel a lot better about yourself personally. Not saying you're a bad person, but okay. I just wanted to put that out there. All right, so... This isn't uh, the official name of what I'm going to call it yet, but for now, we're just going to call this Quick Take. Okay. So, I'm going to bring up a situation that's, you know, trending. Sure. Usually on Twitter, Mm because Twitter be lit. Mm -hmm. And I just want to hear your thoughts on it, and then I might throw, like, a little curveball in there. Okay. 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 So, we all know about the... I don't even know how to say her name. The Danny Lee song. That's how you Dana say her Lay. name. Danny Danny Lay. Dana Lay. Dana Lay. That sounds so stupid. Anyway, we all know about that little dumbass shit she put out talking about some yellow bone bullshit. Mm-hmm. How how do you feel about that? Yeah, I thought it was very tone deaf, and it was not needed, and. She needs better friends, and she needs a PR team. 
Okay, because she made this. Unless her friends feel the same way she does. Well, then she still needs better friends. She made that song for for, for the baby. And a PR team. Okay. So, she got all that backlash, right? You know what's funny? I was just thinking about this. Um, I believe it was uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today or yesterday while I was um, delivering. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Lil Wayne get this same backlash? Because I recall a specific song called We Like. I think it's called We Like Her. In the first bar, that man said, I like a long hair, thick red bone. And nobody said anything to that man about that shit. Oh. If anything, a lot of the women that's back, that's like on Dan Alay's ass, was part was probably dancing and singing to that song. Um, I think, one, because the social media presence wasn't as big. So the I mean only, that's true. The only time you, if it was talked about, the only time you could talk about it was just like on the radio so let me and ask had a discussion you, about it. You think? Do you think if they made that same song, cause that was a Young Money song? Um, do you think if they made that same song now, they would get backlash for it? Um, yeah, and I think with the popularity that all of them have, so yeah, cause I think like. I think that, um, like I said, it's probably people that were upset about it. Like, their opinion just couldn't have been voiced because the only thing you could do at that time was complain about it on the radio. I think Facebook was around when it came out, but, like, he went on Facebook. It's not like a whole bunch of people, like, how you can on Twitter can, like, chime in and make it go trending or anything like that. So... If let me ask you, if um, say, let me think of a of a dark skinned artist. I don't really know of any like, okay, so, or not even just, just brown skin, dark skin, whatever. Um. Say. Kelly Rowland, mm-hmm. or. Jennifer Hudson, whoever, mm-hmm. makes a song like that, but about brown skinned women. Should a should a so called yellow bone be offended by that? Um, no, because they are always represented. Light skinned women, whether they're white, biracial, or just lighter black people, they're always represented. So they don't you don't they don't need a song talking about their their skin tone. They don't need a song saying yellow bone. That's what he liked. Those songs about dark skinned girls were made because they're underrepresented. So even in even in even in our own community, we're I underrepresented. Was, I was always a so believer in it's that's it's like apples and oranges. What? I never understood the whole apples and oranges bullshit. They it's two different good. things. I was gonna say because they both taste good. It's two. Di- it just means it's two different things. Okay, because apples and oranges both. It, taste it has good. nothing to do with taste. Okay, whatever. 
You could you could you could, you could turn that into something that got to do with taste, but Jesus. you really want to be really get deep into it. But I always to me, I was always a believer in the only way you can get any type of equality. Um, at some point, one group, the minority group of whatever it is. Has to stop trying to get payback. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? So say, so say two basketball teams, they play a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Just bear with me on this one, because you look like you just. I'm just trying to understand. Okay, so bear with me. Two basketball teams playing a game. Mm-hmm. In their first game, Team A wants to fight and starts fighting and beating the shit out of Team B. Mm-hmm. The next game, Team B does the same shit as Team A. Mm-hmm. It keeps going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Nothing's getting better. Mm-hmm. At some point, one of those teams is going to have to say, yo, fuck this shit. We can't keep fighting. We're going to have to like meet at equal grounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So can we not do that with societal issues? I mean, we can, but... The representative group has to be the one to do that. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just saying like. Because if we if we using this whole light skin versus dark skin situation, that's that's not a problem that the dark skin community has to fix because it's not a problem that we created. The light skin community and the colorist, uh, black people in the community. They have to change their mindset in order for that to work. Now, me, really, I don't really care about uh, what you what you don't and don't like. I'm not dating you. So, you know, whatever. But if it's affecting me and my community as a whole, then that's the reason why I care. They are the ones who need to be able to fix this problem. Not darker skinned people. Female or male. Uh, I agree to an extent, but what I was getting at was like, as like at some point, the person, the group, whoever it is, mm-hmm. that is being misrepresented, mm-hmm. and like you can't always have your focus on trying to get somebody back. And, and like people not trying up. to get her back? I'm just saying in general. I'm not talking about this specific situation. I'm talking about in general. The minority group, if anything, in general, should not spend their time always trying to get, not necessarily payback, but like, so say group one did so much to group two. And you can't think that the only way group two gets back at group one is that they do that same shit to group one. You mm. know what I'm saying? You can't keep going downhill. Like, you get, you get go up a hill and then just go right back downhill. I understand. I don't think you should fight a fire with a fire because all you do is get a bigger fire. But also, you can't not expect to do something to somebody and then not retaliate. I know. But I'm just saying. That's just, that's like the point I'm trying to get across is 
Like at some point, you gotta re- somebody's gonna have to realize that fire is not gonna put out fire. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to be the water to that fire. I get like I will say something to that because you do get burnt out like doing that all the time, and I could I could speak on that like I could speak on that personally because. I I've spent a lot of time like you doing that and you wishing that the the person or the people who did me wrong would be the ones to just be like oh come to me and be like oh I did this it was messed up instead of me reaching out to them and saying like oh why did you do this and then try to figure out why like you you knew what she was doing because when I confronted it to you you one you admitted it and like I said you just get burnt out and I've actually like stopped doing that like the last two years I'm done like I have been done for a long time telling somebody like reaching out to people like I would find out from other friends like oh such and such didn't like what you said or even just that person they didn't like what I said or did then I would find out like oh, why they not talking to me? I'm reaching out to them, and they not talking to me. And then eventually I found out, like, oh, they was mad because you did such and such, such and such. One, there's a lot of common sense stuff out here that, one, you should know if you're doing that to a person, then you should know that that's wrong. But these things, it was just like, okay, well, somebody either told them the wrong thing or they heard it wrong. So one, I'm not gonna know if you don't tell me. And then two speaking to the mic. And then two, um, I shouldn't if you have an issue with me, I don't need to be reaching out to you, especially if I don't know. Okay. And like I said, that gets tiring after a while and I stopped doing that. Eventually I just said if you got an issue with me, then you got an issue with yourself. Because how you got an issue with me and I don't know about it? Well, I got an issue with a lot of people and they don't know about it. I mean, I'm just saying, but, like, don't be, you know, if somebody asks, like, oh, if somebody be like, oh, you want to hang out with such and such, and then they be like, nah, because of blah, blah, blah. Like, why does everybody else know but me? That's why I'm saying, like, eventually I got burnt out with that because I shouldn't be reaching out trying to figure out why you're upset with me. Be grown, be mature, come to me and be like, hey, you did such and such, and I didn't like that. So either I can apologize or I can be like, oh, you heard it wrong or it was taken the wrong way. Okay. So, as always, well, not always, but because we've been slacking a little bit. We are going to continue to add to the Tender Love playlist. Now, I will say that I do have it up to date on Apple Music because that's what I have. I, I, I will try my hardest to get it on Spotify as well. But since I've been on Apple Music for the last, like, I don't know, seven, whenever that shit started becoming Apple Music. And you didn't have to download your music and put it on your phone. Um, I haven't used any other platform like that. I wonder if there's a way you can, like, put it on YouTube. You know, YouTube has their own music now, like YouTube music. Yeah. So I, I, I was wondering if there's a way, like, 
you could put it on there because I feel like everybody has YouTube now. So yeah, if but it's I on feel YouTube, like more people would use music streaming platforms like instead of video can platforms. You, can you not stream on YouTube music? I'm confused. I mean, I think you can. I didn't even know YouTube had their own music platform. Yeah, I use it all the time. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure most people either use Apple Music or Spotify. Okay, but not everybody has well, Apple we just, Music. Well, right now we're going to stick to... I said Spotify as well. Not everybody right, has Spotify. Right now we're just going to stick to Apple Music and Spotify. If you don't have at least Spotify, then go download it because it's free. No, I don't like it. It's Spotify. Okay, well, it's free. Um, So, I will start... Remember, this is a road trip playlist. This is music that you will listen to on the road. It don't got to be no specific genre. Just what we would listen to on the road. And I came across a song called Yamborghini High by the ASAP Mob. Taylor don't know shit about that. Uh, Most of y'all listening don't even know about it. But it's, I know who ASAP Mob is, but I'm I talking probably about don't the song. know the song. I've probably heard it before. You know, I've heard stuff before, and I just don't know who it is. I mean, if you if if you listen to the album, then yeah, you've heard it before. But if you haven't, then you won't hear it on the radio. It won't just randomly pop up on your feed. What's your first song? Because we adding two songs. Hmm? We adding two songs. So what's your first one? Uh, fucking shit! All my Disney Channel fans out there. What the fuck do you mean? Oh my gosh! Like just just say your song. Disney Channel hits is good to listen to, on the fucking road. All my Disney Channel friends out there, it's some High School Musical too. I don't dance. The best fucking song out of that whole fucking movie. Actually, the whole fucking franchise. It's called I Don't Dance. Yep. Okay. Um. My second song. It's gonna be um, "Never Can Say Goodbye" by the Jackson Five. Cool. My second song is another Disney Channel song. It's from Phineas and Ferb. Um, the Gitchy Gitchy Goo song. Everybody know that shit. That shit go hard as fuck. I want them to play that shit at my wedding. What? It's a nice song. What? Nothing. Get you, get you, good means I love you. I love you, baby. Thank y'all for listening to Tender Love. Oh, don't interrupt me while I'm singing. That was rude. Thank y'all for listening to Tender Love. Um, Follow us at Tender Love. On Instagram, the Twitter, I heard that. Good. I'm going to remember that. Good. Um, at the Tender Love, T-H-E-T-Y-N-D-E-R. It's not, it's not the Tender Love. It's the Tender Love. <laughs> you said, you said at the Tender Love and then spelled T-H-E. If it was duh, it would have been D-A.
It's the tender love. Go ahead, do your outro. You can follow me on Instagram at the Tay Tay Show, on Twitter at Chicago Queen. It's the Tay Tay Show. Please, no, it's the Tay Tay Show, and you can follow me on Instagram on Twitter at Chicago Queen twenty five. Please have a profile picture of yourself. Do not have it of like some random ass shit and then have no pictures of yourself. Because if I know you and you follow me and I don't see no pictures, I'm not going to follow you back because I don't know who you are. And your name is not in there. Your name is like Nintendo Switch 1990. Like, I'm not going to know who you are. I don't follow people I don't know. Don't be no at name that's like some damn so, Roxanne 0534772. Like a little DM. Like, hey, this is such and such. So then I can know to follow you. Fuck out of here. Don't DM just, my girl. What the fuck wrong with y'all? Okay. If I, I just say if I know you. Okay. If you niggas out here that you why know that do, we want why you. Why do we say our stuff if we only want people to. Who don't you ain't got to DM her. You can follow her at her so I can see that shit too. The fuck? We in this shit together. If you DM her, you DM it us. It is my Twitter. Our. No, we're not me. Bye, horse. Peace out, bitches. Hello.